This is Brody Foster Hubbard, and you're listening to the Shaky Town Radio Minute. This week, we have an excerpt from the B.B. McPherson interview that you didn't get to hear. Actually, this was something that happened during one of our breaks. Uh, We often take a break to save the data uh, so somebody can, you know, refresh their bowl of snacks or a glass of water. So the mic was running, and Bob Schreiner told the story. Um, it kind of fit with some stories that BB and Bob and I were uh, telling about interesting characters from Phoenix, Arizona. More on that in a minute. First, I have some plugs for you. Uh, BB actually talked on the show about Club Dingaling, which was uh, an event that was run out of Hyperion Tavern um, before that venue stopped doing shows. Well, Club Dingaling is back, and this Friday, May 18th, at Sancho Gallery in Echo Park, which is 1549 West Sunset Boulevard, uh, Don Bowles and Mumbly Jumbly Mumbly Peg are hosting uh, the return of Club Dingaling. It will feature... Uh, DJ Duo of John Dust and Prickle, the fabulous David Liebhart from the Tim and Eric Awesome Show, uh, Dr. Paul, Paul Codinaris, noted author of The Empire of Death, Epicurean-style desert music from John Webster John's awesome new band, Muzz, uh, pronounced with mutts with the ZZ like in pizza, um, and probably other things. Uh, there's the legendary No Rockies, Slowing Alcohol, the Lusty and Predictable Unappreciative Patrons, $5 donation, por favor, and another $5 donation gets you the full VIP celebrity superstar treatment. Uh, if I'm able to go, I think I'm going to do that because I like uh, being treated like a VIP celebrity superstar. Once again, that's the return of Club Dingaling this Friday, May 18th, from 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. at Sancho Gallery in Echo Park, 59, uh, I'm sorry, 1549 West Sunset Boulevard. That's not all. There's another event I have to promote to you, and this one involves our very own Libby Ward. Uh, She is doing a reading, a table read of her pilot, Unemployed Ninja. This is taking place at Improv Olympic Hollywood. This will be Sunday, May 20th at 8.30 p.m. And the uh, Improv Olympic Hollywood, you can find that at uh, 6366 Hollywood Boulevard. One more thing to tell you about. This is my show. I'm uh, playing, actually, but this won't be till next month, June 29th, Friday, June 29th, 9 p.m., at The Smell. Uh, I am playing with Brown and Blue, Run on Sunshine, and Hug a War. Uh, I'm going on. I'm the opening act at 9 p.m., and the smell is downtown. It's 247 South Main Street, Los Angeles. You can find out more about the smell at thesmell.org. Next week on Shaky Town Radio Hour, we will have an interview with the writer of the A Year with Billy Joel blog, um, as well as Sentimental Accidents. And uh, he happens to be married to one of our former guests, Nina Bargill. Uh, his name is Will Stegman. He's at Be The Boy on Twitter. And you'll hear a full interview with him next Monday on the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Right now you're going to hear a story from Bob Schreiner about a character that we knew around Tempe named Laundry Shakes. And uh, then the show will conclude with a reading of the blurb about our Jermaine Shex's Yelta, which if you listen to the B.B. McPherson episode, you know that's a self-published author from Phoenix, uh, from Tempe. 
and what's that book about? You'll hear Gene George explain it at the end of the episode. Uh, as always, find us at Shaky Town Radio on Twitter. Go to our blog, shakytownradio.com, and uh, email us at shakytownradio at gmail.com. Talk to you next week. Here is Bob Schreiner with Laundry Shakes. Harry Neal calls me and says, Bob, you're not going to believe what fucking happened. My mom wakes me up to, Harry, there's a man here to take away the washing machine that broke. I'd like you to give him a hand with it. And I'm expecting it to be like, you know, like an old guy, like some old depression era guy that's like, nothing made of steel is junk. Right, right, right. Yeah. You people are wasteful. But it turns out it's Laundry Shake. Oh my God. Who is about five, five... <laughs> Wonderful. With long curly hair, and he's little. He's a frail little man. Oh. He's dra- just wrenching at this. He's like the tiny, wiry frown, trying to just push this. my precious. And he just he's like, hey, "Can I? You need me to help me get to this car?" He's like, "Oh, I don't have a car." <laughs> what? So he pushes a washing oh machine on wow. pavement about a half a block away, and Harry's just like, he's like "I'm just." Did you go to the bus? What are you fucking? <laughs> Dumbfounded, like this guy didn't drag it but pushed it. Which, if wow. you know a lot about physics, it's not the best way. <laughs> but there's it's the no, laundry shape way. There's wear. no good way for a somewhat handicapped man to take a washing machine with no tools. Listen, a giant so, castle made of laundry. I'm machine. just like, what the laundry machine is on the is on the, he's on the move. He's back and he is operating again. So one day when I spend the night at his house, laundry who it's like and this is part of Mesa, it's an old part of Mesa where there's no sidewalks. So Laundry Shake is walking in the street. He's walking in the middle of the road and his legs don't fully extend. So he's kind of like those things in Empire Strikes Back. Like that oh, yeah. kind of he's, he walks like that. And so it's really very um, you know, rhythmic in the shoulders and the upper body kind of wow. so it's, it's walking along and 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 more and, and, he, and he's I mean it's like some some scene out of like the good the bad the ugly like with the sunset it's just one man's shadow looming large as the sun is setting and we're all just staring as Harry and Harry goes Bob <laughs> and in the time that had passed since the first story, their their washing machine or dryer that came with the other one that broke into set had stopped working. So he's like, oh, hey, hey, you're that guy that likes washing machines. He's like, oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, this is indeed laundry shake. It's like, well, the other one, you know, the set, you know, the other one has stopped working. And we're just, I mean, we're going to, you can have it, I guess. It's like, oh, what kind, what kind is she? Oh, she. Like, I don't know. It's, it doesn't work anymore. My parents, but was it a Whirlpool, White Westinghouse, Maytag, Kenmore? Oh my Just God. wrapped like, come on, you know this. <laughs> so his mother comes out. You know, he like checks with him. Hey, mom, the oh, guy that took door, he wants to get the dryer. Like, okay, right, it's broken. <laughs> sure. Like, but you can't, boys. You have to help him take the suburban. <laughs> you can't. You can't have that man just pushing it home. I felt horrible when you told me he did that. <laughs> did he push it all the way home mm-hmm. the first one the washing machine just pushed it oh my god and Harry's like man can I help he's like I got it oh. like a dog that was like trying to like you know muscle in on his food or something <laughs> so we load it up in their family's suburban and drive it you know it's like seven eight houses away 
couldn't imagine having dragged it. <laughs> and uh, and we're, we're pulling up to his house and he goes, do you mind helping me plug it in? I'm scared of, I, I just, I'm, I'm afraid of plugs. So, you know, that's a reasonable fear for a yeah. man who is obsessed with appliances. <laughs> well, it's what's what makes them the magic. And then he says, it's not the electricity, I'm, it's safe, and I'm not afraid of electricity. It's the prongs that have me worried. Oh my god! So Harry and I let him be the be the you know be the be the the, the curator. They're the devil's trident, and he's like, "We're gonna take it in the back." So he opens up the gate. We go in his backyard, and the three sides of his you know the three fences in his backyard. It, it is like Stonehenge. They are stacked three wow. high. Three. Oh this man god. is like smaller than you. Oh Just my god! Frail. Little dude who can't really just get the power of crazy his body. Yeah, yes. yeah. but I understand even huge. a crazy man can put one dryer on top of another, which he pretty much has to lift to about here. But a third one. Well, the third one. It's what like, they did the top was they, of the second is here. So it's like, they, they built they built dirt ramps. <laughs> completely insane. And want to do your intro? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, I haven't thought about him in a long time. Yeah, that's same people don't reach that level of, of bliss though. But that's got to be per- <laughs> percentage because I knew a lot of. I mean, working in the hobby shop, I knew a lot of stupid, crazy people. Right. Yeah, um, I'm glad and, I didn't grow up in Arizona. And, <laughs> and fucked up. And uh, it's not too late. But it's not, it's not too but late. I think pound for pound, you know, I just maybe that to, to grow up or to be in Arizona. <laughs> I don't want it. It's your choice. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think I got a concentrated dose because a lot of oh, yeah. non-neurotypical social misfits hung out in hobby shops, but that's some Gary Coleman. crazy-ass shit, dude. Yeah. But the funny thing was, as I, as I went other places, this dude was everywhere. Like, the record store that I would later work at for eight years knew him as well. Like, because he was just such a guy. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just, you, and this is, you know, 10 miles away, which doesn't seem like an area that he would maybe cover, right. given his capacity. Um, but you'd be surprised. The bus system... Oh, sure. Yeah, know, the bus, it gets, of... it gets all over, and he's certainly got time. Laundry shake. But at the record store, he had a thing he was known for, which was um, buying used doors, cassette tapes, only the doors. Mm-hmm. And if the leader tape was any color other than blue, you know, the tape before the tape you were yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was any other color than blue, he would smash it and then bring it back, like, in pieces. Like, I got this tape. It was defective. It just crumbles. And then they'd be like, what? um... Okay, it's like the fourth time you've done this. And like the first time, we're like, it's going to be easier to give you a new used cassette than just to have to talk to you. But this is now like your thing. <laughs> so yeah. then it became then that he had to, you know, the tapes had to be rewound so you could see the leader tape before you could buy them. Like, this is blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't bring it back. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere, like, this guy had a, a story. Like, everywhere twitchy. he went, That's fucking he was twitchy. like, he That's had his own little twitchy. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. It's like he was part of that uh, wire mother experiment, but with like a like a, a washing machine that has Doris tapes <laughs> taped all over it, <laughs> like scale mail. <laughs> this is uh, this is the uh, the overview of Yalta by R. Germain Shacks. Um, uh, uh, exclamation points omitted. 
Oh, wow. It must have been his 90s thing. Imagine finding out that you'll be rich very soon. You're traveling to collect your fortune and get into a horrific accident. You lie near... Don't laugh. This is not funny. <laughs> you lie near death in a hospital bed when a beautiful young nurse, who with looks to die for, brings you back to life. For most people, this is just a dream, but for Cornelius Vanderbilt, Corey Easterbrook... Oh, sorry. Axebrook. Christ. Oh, this... It was all real. When Cornelietta... They're kind of meant to be together, huh? Yeah. Connie Yeltaw walked into his life. Corey eventually learned just what it meant to live and to love. Will Connie be just another passing fancy or the true love of Corey's life? Will Corey go on with no real purpose in life or end up with the world in his hands? Find out in Yeltaw, the debut novel by R. Jermaine Shex. Available in bookstores everywhere. Bookstores everywhere. <laughs> Shaky Town Radio is a 100% DIY podcast. We have no sponsors. Gene and I pay for our expenses out of pocket. That includes disk space to store the files, bandwidth for you to download the show, an external hard drive where we keep all the recordings, even snacks for the guests. But we do accept donations from our friendly and generous listeners. So if you are currently employed... If you've enjoyed our podcast, if you have a couple bucks you can throw our way, just go to shakytownradio.com slash donate, click on the PayPal button, and throw some money our way, and we'll keep bringing you these chats, these conversations, these in-depth interviews with creative folks living in Los Angeles and pursuing their passions. That's what Gene and I are doing. We're pursuing our passions, and we appreciate all the help we can get.